You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. And I know he's in our midst. He's preparing us for a major, major assignment. A major assignment on the earth. A major assignment in our generation. And I want you to know that Sometimes you get tired of hearing some things, but don't be tired, okay? Don't be tired, I'm telling you. And I want you to take the words that, that you've been receiving very serious. Because I know that there are things already happening in the Spirit. There are things already happening. There's a shift taking place. And uh, you don't want to be left behind. Are you following me? Yeah, you don't want to be left behind. Because it, 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 it might be difficult to catch up. Because once we take off, <laughs> we're not waiting for you. Okay? Yeah, this morning I want to share with us on what I titled Fighting from a Higher Position. Okay, Fighting from a Higher Position, a position of superiority. <laughs> a higher position is a, is, is a superior position. In warfare, the person that controls the skies, for instance, has the advantage. It's not the person on the ground. No. The person that can control the air. I, I remember when they wanted to take out Gaddafi. It's interesting that foreign countries ban air travel in his own country. Come on. Yeah. They declared it a no-flight zone. Okay? So, even if he has his own air force, his planes could not take off. Why? They had taken charge of the skies over his country. Why did they start with that? Why do they like to start with taking charge of the air because it's a superior position. It's a superior position. It's a vantage position. Okay? It's a vantage position. So, in, in, in the same manner in the spirit, in spiritual warfare, you need to understand the importance Of not only fighting from your position right up there, but you need to dominate. You need to dominate the air. Hallelujah. You need to dominate the air. And that's one of the reasons why we are going to, we are going to go into media and we are going to dominate the airwaves. Hallelujah. Because there is something strategic 
about taking the air. About taking the air. And when we must start getting ready. Whatever it will cost, we're going to do it. Are you following me? Yeah. We are going to fight from the air. We're going to fight from the air. And I I tell you, the enemy wants the airwaves. Why does he want the airwaves? Why does he use it the way he does? Because he knows it's a dominant position. It's a vantage position. It's a position from which it is easy to influence masses of people. It's easy to influence nations from the air. So you, we are busy on the ground. You are trying to fight. You are trying to, you're looking for who to shoot and all of that. They are so far. And they fire missiles or whatever. You can't fight back. <laughs> because you don't have the technology to fight back. All right? Yeah. I remember during the Gulf War when America invaded Iraq. They were showing it on screen, on TV, as they were fighting. And I thought to myself, I mean, this thing is live on TV. Can't this guy see that this is where they're going to strike next? And they would say it. They would announce it. They would announce, okay, we're going for the defense headquarters right now. And they show the picture of the defense headquarters. And you see from the plane that the, the pilot is going and then, pew. You see it come out from the... Boom! Why could he not resist? (laughs) It's a dominant position. Dominant position. And how does it apply to us today? We need to begin to ascend. Okay? Let me tell you something. There are some temptations that the reason why we, we fall for certain temptations is because we're still at ground level. That is the truth. We're still at ground level. That is why certain things can still get us. But if you rise, if you are able to rise higher to a higher position, <laughs> it's like trying to use a stone to throw at a plane. Come on. So I noticed something. I noticed in my life that, that when, when I'm getting tempted and the temptation is getting stronger, I now begin to tell myself, no, it's time to ascend. It's time to ascend. I think I am low. Hallelujah. I am low. That's why I am being drawn. So I need to ascend and then intentionally... I will begin to do things to ascend spiritually to a higher position. And the moment I'm able to ascend, guess what? It loses its power. Loses its power. No, when you stay at the same level, that's when you, 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 you struggle. That's when you struggle. So you must rise up. Come on, somebody say rise up. Rise up. Say, I will arise arise to a higher position position in the Spirit. spirit. Amen. Amen. 
Yeah, because if you are up there, they cannot get you. I promise you. They cannot get you. So, we're struggling with a lot of base things. Why? Because we're on the ground. That is the reason. But you have been, you have already been positioned in the heavenly places. We are seated with Christ. Where? In the heavenly places. Am I correct? Yeah. So, you already have a place there. Why leave that place and come down here? So, so long as you are in that place, or uh, seated right up there, nothing can touch you. From there, you can strike. You can fire your missiles. Hallelujah. Amen. Begin to fire. Targeting the enemy. Amen. Enemy targets. Oh, my Lord and my God. So, I believe that this is one of the keys. To us operating at the level that we should. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6. And has raised us up together. And made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ. So you are seated. You already have a place. A dominant position. You already have a place. A position of authority. A position where the enemy cannot come close. He cannot come close to you. But the problem is that we leave that position. And then we come to his domain and we want to fight him from his domain. You cannot defeat him on his, <laughs> on his own domain. It's like you going, leaving the light and going into darkness. He is called prince of darkness. He's a ruler of darkness. That's where he rules. In the dark. So you cannot go into the dark and expect to defeat him in the dark. Come on. It's like you're going to war blindfolded. Going to fight blindfolded. <laughs> you can't make it. Amen? Amen? So, God understands this principle. And I'll show you a few uh, scriptures just to support what we're saying. If you look at John chapter 3, St. John's Gospel. John chapter 3. And I want to, I want to read verse, uh, verse 31. Now, when, when John the Baptist, John the Baptist was, uh, was busy ministering, Jesus came on the scene, and uh, G John the Baptist made a statement, all right? Because people said to him, this Jesus that you introduced is busy baptizing people. And in fact, He's becoming popular now. Your ministry is going to shrink. But John, being at a higher level. Come on. So the things those people were bringing to John the Baptist were at a lower level. 
So where, where there's jealousy, competition, all those things, they are, those are ground level stuff. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially, uh, um, <laughs> well, it's, it's so much in the church as well. So, <laughs> yeah, everywhere. So far as you're at ground level, I'm telling you, there are things, uh, yeah, these things will be very common in your life. So, John made a statement. Let me read from verse uh, uh, 25. Okay. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from where? From heaven. Where is heaven? Ground level. Come on. Where is heaven? Above, right? Yes. You yourselves, you yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. How many people have that kind of mindset? Huh? Yeah. So that's to tell you, John was above all those things. But then he makes a statement in verse 31, which I believe is vital. Look at what he says. He says, he who comes from above is what? Above all. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. Can you see that? Yes. So he who comes from above is above all. Now, you are already above. You are above principalities and powers. You're above them, right? Now, Jesus, of of course, John was talking about Jesus here, the context. He's talking about Jesus who came from above and he says he's above all. But he who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. So, you can tell someone's position from the way he talks. Yeah, sometimes I listen to people, I, I just know, this is where you are. Uh, just leave him. No, I, there's no point to argue. Just leave them there because that is where they are. They are still earthly. And because they are earthly, they speak about earthly things. But if you want to be above, <laughs> you need to say no to, earth, to the earthly and you need to ascend. And that's where you are supposed to fight from. So if you fight from the earthly dimension, you will lose out. Because the enemy is an expert there. And he even, he even tried to position himself in the heavenlies. That should tell you that he understands the importance of being above. Are you getting me? 
He understands the importance of being above. And that's why you see in the book of Daniel when, when um, Gabriel was coming. When Gabriel was coming with the message to, to, um, for Daniel. He was coming to Daniel with a message from God. The prince of Persia withstood him. And that was in the second heavens. Okay? There is the first heaven, second, and third heaven. Third heaven is where we are seated with Christ. Okay? The first heaven is the atmosphere. When you step out and you look at the sky, that's atmospheric heaven. But then the second heaven is where Satan and his principalities position themselves because they want to be above the earth and they want to rule from there. They want to dominate the masses from there. And that's why you see that even today in our communica- uh, on the earth, in the earthly realm, even our communication requires satellites. Where do the satellites position themselves? In the space. So there is something about positioning. Positioning yourself above. There is something about that that we must not overlook. Okay? So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Daniel chapter 10. Verse 13. The prince of, Pers- of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Can you see? Kings. Gabriel was, <laughs> he was detained by, by princes. When he left the third heavens, and was trying to come into the earth, when he got to the second heavens, They stopped him. Where do you think you are going? And it took 21 days. Hello. That means it was a major conflict. (laughs) Hallelujah. But thank God Daniel did not stop praying. Daniel did not give up. Do you know that sometimes your angels need to be strengthened? Do Do you know that? Angels get tired, you? Oh, yes. They are not God. It's God that never goes weary. So, but what will strengthen them is your stand, your position in faith. Hallelujah. As you stand in faith and you continue to declare the word of God, it doesn't matter how long it will take, I'm not going to give up. That's your, that should be your attitude. Don't wait for two weeks and then you give up. What, what? So, then you are surprised that things didn't come, come through for you. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've locked my faith in for certain things. I say, even if it will be till I die, I'm, 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 I'm ready to keep holding on. So, giving up is out of the question. Are you following me? It's out of the question. Yeah. A a, a, a fighter, as a warrior in God's kingdom. In fact, as a king in God's kingdom. 
you cannot afford. <laughs> you cannot afford to give up, no matter what. Hmm? Yeah. In fact, let's look at Isaiah 14. Something, something interesting here. You see that Satan, in Isaiah chapter 14, he, in heaven, wanted to ascend. Right there, in God's presence. Can you imagine that? He wanted to ascend. Look at what the Bible says in verse 12. It says, in verse 12 it says, How you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. He wanted that position. Okay? I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. I want to sit myself. I want to impose myself over the congregation. Right? Why does he want to do that? He says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Can you see? His, can you see his desire? That desire is still in his heart. Yeah. He still wants to be over your life. He still wants to be above the nations. He still wants to be above. But he has been brought beneath. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you need to understand the importance of being above. And fighting from that position. Fighting from that position. You remember when um, Adam and Eve sinned. When Adam and Eve sinned. God came to the garden and God confronted them, right? And you remember how God cursed the serpent in chapter 3. In chapter 3, he curses the serpent. When he asks, he says, because you have done this, what did he say to the serpent? The Lord said to the serpent, verse 14, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle, right? And more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. You shall eat what? Dust. Where is dust? On the ground. Dust is not in the heavenlies. Correct? It's on the ground. That's the level of... That's, that's his domain. Okay? He has been sentenced to dust. But now, how does it apply to us today? When you... Where is your flesh from? Dust. Okay? Your flesh is from dust. Okay? So... When you begin to live according to the flesh, you make yourself devourable. 
And that's why you need to ascend. Are you getting me? Yeah. You need to ascend. I'm telling you. If you remain at that level. Even God has given him permission to eat you. Yeah. He said, dust you shall eat. So you go down to the level of dust and you even have the audacity to try to fight him from the level of dust, you will be devoured. And that is why the enemy is able to take some people out. Because they are fighting him from the dust. They are fighting him from the dust. We cannot afford to remain at that level. Amen? Now, look at Galatians chapter 5 verse 19. It tells you, it gives you an idea of what we mean by dust. What the Bible means by dust. When I say, when I say that you must rise above the dust, look at what it says. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, come on, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, Selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, huh? envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. What are these things? These are dusty things. Yeah. So when you allow jealousy to rule your heart, you have made yourself devourable. Don't even try to attack the enemy. Do you understand me? You better respect him. When you are dust. When you allow envy to fill your heart, I'm telling you it is dangerous. Why? Because God has given him permission to feed on dust. God loves you, but he loves his word more. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, are you going to ascend? Are you going to fight from up there or you want to fight from down there? You better fight from up there. Amen? If you can fight from up there, then you know, you will see the hand of God. You will see the power of God. Let's look at an example of, of uh, fighting or taking charge of the skies. Fighting from the heavenlies. Joshua chapter 10. In Joshua chapter 10. We see here that Joshua, um, in chapter 9, what happened is that Amalek, no, 
sorry, Gibeon. Gibeon came, they disguised themselves, came, came, they deceived Joshua, and they got into a covenant with Joshua. All right? They got into a covenant with Joshua and the Israelites, and they said that um, they, they tried to com- they convince them that they were from a far country and heard about the great things that God was doing. And so they've come to align themselves with this God. Joshua didn't know that these guys were their neighbors. Their neighbors who were scared. And so Joshua didn't inquire from the Lord. He didn't seek the Lord. He went ahead and entered into a covenant with them. And now that the covenant is made, God is behind this covenant. Because when, once you go into, if you marry the wrong person, God will back you. Hello? Yeah, so don't come to me and say, Pastor, I think I married the wrong husband or the wrong wife. Too late. God is in it. Hallelujah. And that's, 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 that's it. So now, um, the other nations decide to to, to, to fight uh, Gibeon because they had gone into a covenant with Joshua. And uh, look at verse 6. The men of Gibeon sent to Joshua at the camp at Gilgal saying, Do not forsake your servants. Come up to us quickly. Save us and help us for the kings of the Amorites who dwell in the mountains, have gathered together against us. So Joshua ascended from Gilgal. He and all the people of war with him, and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear, for I have delivered them into your hand. Not a man of them shall stand before you. You you, you see, God, you need to understand God. Like I said, this covenant, it wasn't God's will. But because God honors covenant, and we've talked about fighting by covenant. God honors covenant. And God says, Joshua, nobody is going to be able to stand you. Hallelujah. They will not be able to stand before you. And look at what happens. Joshua therefore came upon them suddenly, having marched all night from Gilgal. He's doing this for his servants, for his slaves. Because this covenant that they entered into was a covenant of servitude. Where Gibeon said, we will serve you. Okay? So, the Lord routed them before Israel and killed them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the road that goes to Beth Heron and struck them down as far as Azekah and Makeda. <laughs> now, look at this. And it happened as they fled before Israel And where on the descent of Beth Heron, 
that the Lord cast down large hailstones from where? From heaven on them as far as Azekah and they died. There were more who died from the hailstones than the children of e- that than the children of Israel killed with the sword. Hallelujah. Somebody says superiority. Superiority. <laughs> from the air. Once you've taken charge of the air, you can release hailstones into the camp of the enemy. Heavenly hailstones. How about that? Demolish, destroy. I release hailstones. Destroy them. Kill them. Finish them. That's what God did. How did Joshua do that one? He didn't press any button. He was just going. And God fought for them. Why? Because Joshua, his covenant with God was intact. Hallelujah. Then Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day, and the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, now look at, look, 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 look. (laughs) Sun, stand still over Gibeon, and moon in the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, till the people had revenge upon their enemies. Fighting from above. Hallelujah. Fighting from a higher position. Fighting from a vantage position. Fighting from the heavenlies. So they are fighting physically, but at the same time, Joshua is engaging the elements. He's engaging the sun and the moon. And say, hold it. Destroy them. When you ascend, There is no foe that can stand against you. Are you following me? Yeah, there's no foe. No weapon, form, or fashion against you shall prosper. I'm telling you, that scripture is only applicable if you rise above the dust. But if you remain at the dust level, you will be surprised at how weapons formed against you will prosper. You'll be surprised. So, my people, we need to rise up. We need to fight. Do you need more scriptures? I think this is enough. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you ready to ascend? So, how do you ascend? How do you ascend? Because you can hear now. No, I need to ascend. I need to ascend. How do you do that? You know, Galatians chapter 5. I think I'll close with this scripture. In Galatians chapter 5, we see here that Paul is speaking. When he, after talking about Um, the flesh, he goes, um, 
in verse, oh, I'm in Ephesians, sorry. <laughs> he, he, he talks about the importance of, of uh, not warring according to the, not walking in the flesh. He says, verse 16, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Can you see that? Yeah. Walk in the spirit. But what does he mean by the spirit? What does he mean by walking in the spirit? He says, in verse 22, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, Long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Hallelujah. So when you are walking in love, you are ascending. Are you following me? Yeah, when you choose not to be um, vindictive, for instance, you are ascending. Because that is a heavenly lifestyle. That is a heavenly mindset. That is a heavenly disposition. Okay? Yeah. So any of these will take you higher. Love, joy, peace. Long-suffering. When you stop murmuring and complaining. Murmuring keeps you at dust level. If you doubt, ask the Israelites. Some of us are so used to complaining. You complain without even thinking. Right? You just... And before you know it, you start complaining. And by the time we assess everything, there's actually no reason to complain. Yeah. But you have lived so long at the dusty level... That dust has clouded your vision. Everything you see, there's so much dust. So you just keep complaining and murmuring. And that's why the Israelites couldn't make it to the promised land. Kindness. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt you to be kind. Come on. Yeah. Self-control. It doesn't matter. Don't say, I'm burning with passion. No. Self-control. It's because of your level. Yeah. If you begin to feel that you are burning, it's time to ascend. You say, eh, 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 <laughs> this is dust now. <laughs> I need to ascend now. Hmm? When your anger is going out of control, where are you? Dust. So what you need to do? You need to ascend. So once you have ascended, you can now deal with that spirit. But if you don't ascend, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes what I do when I, find, when I find that I'm struggling, guess what? I start fasting. In the name of Jesus. I begin to feed more on the word of God. Hallelujah. I begin to pump myself with scriptures. Pump myself, pump myself, pump myself, pump myself. And after some time, you just start feeling, this thing is losing its grip now. 
Hallelujah. He's losing his grip. Then you now find you are at a place where you are free. You can now strike. You can see clearly. You can strike. Hmm? Then most people at ground level and they are trying to fight from there. And they wonder why. It seems their weapons are ineffective. Huh? Don't allow Satan to be above you. Don't. Don't. Amen? So you begin to pray. You begin to give more time to prayer. You begin to give more time to the word of God. Come on. Yeah. And you begin to consciously apply the word of God. Apply the word of God. Begin to speak the word to your spirit. Begin to speak the word to your spirit. Begin to make declarations over your life. Begin to declare whatever the Lord says. Begin to declare, declare, and declare, and declare. One day you'll see, boom, you are completely free. Let's stand up. Come on. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www dot every nation midrand dot org